Let's do it. All right, episode 62. Feeling good. The vibe is strong coming out of this weekend. Cody Levine from Twice. Chaim Morgan from Refund Sniper. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, how are you? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Cody, you're on the West Coast, he tells me uh, just now. He's hanging out in L.A. Give us the uh, background story on Twice. We're talking toothpaste. Yes, we are talking healthy, clean, and effective toothpaste that tastes so good, you'll want to brush twice. Um, we, uh, twice is a labor of love. My brother and I, our third business partner is Lenny Kravitz, the musician. And we came together in a pretty uh, non-traditional way. We were doing dental work uh, on missions uh, down in the Bahamas, where Lenny's from. And my brother and I, we grew up around oral care. We've been surrounded by it our whole life. Our dad is a prosthodontist and dental specialist in New York City. And together, my parents have been building oral care companies for 25 years. Uh, my brother and I were packing product on the ping pong table when we were seven and 10. And about five years ago, they started a foundation called Glow Good, which brings full service dentistry to underserved communities. And on this mission, you know, my brother and I wouldn't go to dental school, but uh, we were experiencing the transformative work that dentists can do with their hands every day by giving someone a smile. And, uh, it changed our life. We, we saw that when people could prioritize oral health and do the basic things like brushing twice a day, uh, you could drastically improve your overall health. And that really led us to dive deep into oral care and oral hygiene and the products we use every day. And, and we launched twice about two years ago. Very cool. Okay, so we got Lenny Kravitz. If you don't know who that is, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we'll get back to that shortly. Uh, parents are in uh, the, the, the dental game, as they would say, so you kind of got cut that way. I understand it. How do you even go about uh, finding the what I would call a co-packer? You'd have to kind of describe what that looks like for uh, toothpaste. And where did, you, where did you go about that? And how did you get that first product out the door? Yeah, it's a good question. We... Uh... Our dad's our chief dental advisor and he helps us formulate our products. And believe it or not, in their old companies, they had made toothpaste. So we went to him and we said, well, we know we want to make a product that's both clean with better for you ingredients and no unnecessary stuff that's in traditional products and more holistic health wellness products that can ultimately improve your own microbiome, create a healthier environment. And he said, okay, well, you actually need these ingredients because they have active ingredients and uh, he had a relationship with a manufacturer, a chemist who makes products for, you know, the biggest guys in the country, in the world. And uh, we were a small fish, a very, very small fish in a very big production facility. Uh, and it took us about eight months to really like nab at their ankles, say, hey, listen to us, please help us make our products. Um, and they've just been an amazing partner of ours since we've launched. Very cool. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. Now, I'm assuming you go direct to consumer. Uh, so you build a website, uh, you bring on somebody who can help you with that. What does that look like and how did you get the first iteration into the hands of customers? Uh, was it solely through the website? Do you work on Amazon? Sort of give us that playbook. Yeah, when we launched, we were a straight direct consumer business. And, um, you know, with that comes all the exciting learnings and challenges of selling product online. You know, we, we have a low average order value. Um, but we have a lifetime value business, right? Replenishment product, repeat purchase. Uh, so figuring out the kinks and working through branding and positioning and storytelling, 
that was a main focus of ours. And uh, this year, actually, we, we kind of branched out to be more omnichannel. We know that people buy toothpaste on Amazon. People walk into CVS to buy it when they're out. Um, and so the, those places we knew we needed to be. And just this year, uh, actually during COVID, we launched nationwide at CVS in uh, 1930 stores and we also launched on Amazon. So uh, opening up the, uh, the distribution uh, while still focusing on our, on our e-com business with subscription, but uh, we know we need to be where people buy toothpaste. Very cool. Um, and, and this is just, again, this is just value add to those that are watching. Again, it doesn't matter if we're talking toothpaste or we're talking snacks. Um, in, in his case, uh, we're talking about recurring orders. And that's why those that are getting into direct to consumer really have to fundamentally understand cost of acquisition, what that may be, but really what does that mean in the long run? So you may be acquiring the customer, you may pay for that customer, might even lose money on that first transaction, maybe even the second. But it's, if you have a really great product, are they gonna continue to come back for more? And if so, the profitability happens later and you can actually build out financials that can showcase that. So if you got an amazing toothpaste, by the way, I use that toothpaste. Uh, you like that, dude? Yeah, anyway, I, I appreciate that, that by the way. Um, uh, then, then it can work out. So it's a really great, again, direct to consumer. You got to fundamentally understand the whole thing and it takes time. I learn something new every single day. So really great points there. Very cool retail play. What does it look like going forward? Is that going to be a continual pro progress? Who are sort of target markets that you'd like to go after as far as retail partnerships? Yeah, you know, CBS is a, is a great partner for us. They're a leader in health and uh, in the pharmacy and drug channel. Uh, they're really fantastic partners. I think as we look ahead, uh, looking at the natural space, looking at more mass, um, and ultimately building a, a robust network um, where the naturals category and toothpaste is growing. You know, we, we're bringing something a little different to the table. Um, we're, if, you know, if you walk into Erwan, we would be something that doesn't yet exist, which is natural uh, with clinically effective backed by science type ingredients. So uh, we get to go to these retailers and kind of pitch something, uh, kind of the next evolution of the industry. Uh, which we get super excited about. So that'll be a focus of ours over the next 18 to 24 months. Very cool. And so let's get to the Lenny Kravitz piece because it's a kind of a fun one. Uh, yeah. Do you know him through different channels? I think you had mentioned it before, sort of how you got connected, but give us sort of the origin of the story and then how that played out. Yeah, Lenny's been a, a patient of our dad's for 20 years. And, um, you know, we've built a very cool friendship over the years. We joke that uh, my dad's not the traditional dentist. We kind of joke that my dad's a dentist who wants to be a rock star and Lenny's a rock star who wants to be a dentist. And uh, they built a very cool relationship over the years. And one thing led to another and he heard the, about the work we were doing. Um, and Lenny said, Doc, can you come down to the Bahamas and help my people? And, uh, you know, one thing led to another and, and you know, Lenny's a, a brother to us and uh, it's real family. You know, we spend Thanksgivings together and, and we talk toothpaste and, and we help people uh, uh, in need. So it feels good. That is a really cool story. Um, it, let's talk about fundraising for something like this. Again, it, CPG is what it is, right? It's, a, it's an expensive business. Um, 
even something like your, your product, right? You need to educate, you could have a big name attached. They could even showcase to, to their followers. But again, it's still about educating. Why are you coming over to our brand? Why are you going to even try us, right? Trial is such an important piece to a yeah. new product. And, and what you're doing, which is you're kind of creating something new within the category that's been there forever. Um, what does that look like? Do you raise early and do you continue to raise? You could talk specific dollar amounts or not, but just give us sort of that, that lay of the land for your brand. Yeah, we've bootstrapped our business since we started and uh, we're in a place where we're actually relaunching new packaging next month and going out for our seed raise, um, knowing what we need to continue to fuel the growth uh, from the D2C side. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's a very competitive industry. Oral care is highly competitive. It takes a lot of money uh, to market the business. You know, you're playing in a world of benefits, right? You're, 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 you're talking about whitening or cavity prevention. Uh, we're trying to elevate our brand and elevate our story uh, where the fundraising might be easier. It's never easy, right? Um, but, you know, really getting excited about uh, raising to expand our flavors and formulas and ultimately build a platform of products that, um, in oral care can become a, a staple on your bathroom counter. So we're in, we're in the raise mode right now. Uh, we've got some great partners with us and um, you know, that it's important for us where we didn't raise a ton early. We tested, we tweaked, we iterated, and now we're, we're ready to run on our next evolution of the company. Very cool. Uh, this is a unique one. So I loved having you on. Um, I wish you guys nothing but success. Again, I, you, 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 he sent me some, so and, and, and it's and it's and it's good stuff. Okay. Twice you, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've been doing it, man. I've been doing it because when I see it on the counter, folks, it's two. It's got a white bottle and a black bottle, so it's kind of like it's telling you what to do. Subconsciously, it's like telling you what to do. I, I get it. Um, I get it. And so, uh, congrats, man. I, and I'm glad I had you on because it's a it's a it's a different type of CPG product, but it's one that we're again we're all in the same same boat. So. Um, there's always going to be value add from stuff that you said. So congrats. We'll get your info up there. Chaim, my Jewish brother. By the way, we did the trifecta again. Three Jewish cats on the show. We've, I think we've done it one other time before. I don't know which episode it was. Uh, you know, we're just spreading the love here. Spreading the love. Give it to us. Uh, it is Refund Sniper. Know you from LinkedIn. Chat every once in a while. Give us the platform. Uh, what is it about? Who's it for? You bet. All right. First of all, <clears throat> thank you, Mark, for having me on. So uh, I love watching Let's Eat and uh, learning about the different brands and, th you know, and the different services that are out there. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to uh, talk about Refund Sniper a bit. Uh, Cody, really cool about the toothpaste. Did not know about this brand before. Now I do. I will definitely head down the block to CVS uh, in a little bit, pick up some. Uh, I love trying new stuff. So I'm all into that. Um, all right, so Refund Sniper, what we do is we specialize in Amazon inventory accountability auditing. So it sounds like a very fancy terminology, but essentially like this. If you're in any industry today um, and you're not hiding under a rock, you are likely either selling on or to Amazon or are going to be going down that road eventually. Uh, like Cody had mentioned that you guys just you know, launched that this year as part of your growth. Um, so yeah, I mean, Amazon is, whether you like it or not, it's, it's, it's the way you got to be there at, at some point, uh, at some point or another. So one of the pain points that many, uh, companies have when it comes to Amazon is inventory accountability. So you send in X amount of units over X amount of time, uh, which should convert to X amount of dollars. 
and it doesn't end up doing that, but simply from an inventory standpoint. So your inventory is constantly moving around by Amazon. It's always fluid. It's from the minute that you send it out your door, it's moving multiple, multiple times till it actually ends up in the hands of the customer. Along the way, you have damaged inventory, lost inventory, lost in inbound, lost, missing from inbound. You got lost in transit. You got damaged in transit. You've got damage in the warehouse, lost in the warehouse. If you're selling dated products, you can have incorrectly disposed of products where Amazon will simply sometimes, because there's a glitch in the system, sometimes something like that, where Amazon will simply dispose of products when it wasn't really correctly out, you know, short dated, so to speak. Um, so there's a host of things that can go wrong when it comes to inventory. Uh, the data for that is, is very hard to put together and figure out. So there, when you first send in your inventory to Amazon, <clears throat> it's, it's pretty, you know, you have your, your, your inbound shipments and you can look them over and you see, you know, you have that window of opportunity for Amazon to, to reconcile the shipment, to look into it. And then afterwards, you know, you click reconcile and you can reconcile those on your own. That's the missing from inbound aspect of it. But once you get past that, as far as every single unit of inventory, making sure that each one is accounted for, that data could be very confusing, overwhelming, and sometimes just very obscure. It's all about pulling different reports and piecing it all together, and it's got to make sense. So Reef and Sniper has built a very powerful algorithm where we go into accounts and we actually audit the inventory aspect of it to make sure that every single unit of inventory is accounted for, whether it's in terms of a sale, so it's in the hands of the customer, was it a return and it's either back and back in your inventory at Amazon or back to you because it was unfulfillable? Is it uh, was it damaged? Was it lost? As we said, was it disposed of unnecessarily? And then we make sure that every single one of those units was reimbursed when you're entitled to reimbursement. So if it's damaged, we're going we're gonna to open claims for you to get you reimbursed for that. Was it lost? We're going to open claims to get you reimbursed for that. Um, we do not have, we don't charge any fee for the actual service. Um, and there's no monthly contracts. There's no contracts at all. In fact, um, we simply take a percentage of what we reclaim for you. We also do this. Go ahead. We also do this in the vendor space as well. So in the vendor space, for those that are selling directly to Amazon in the one P setting, um, we are you know going after to make sure that uh, invoices, POs, and receipts are all matching up. We're making sure that uh, you know you don't got any uh, the co-op fees are are all falling into place and matching up. Um, pricing errors. So there's a host of things that could go wrong there as well, that we're making sure that everything uh, falls into place. Our, our claims can range from $4 to our biggest claim to date yet, which we just completed last week. I almost fell off my chair when I opened the email, $196,000 and $196,135 100, $196, was the size of that claim. And that Refund Sniper. Refund Sniper helps wow. to make sure Amazon is keeping it kosher. Wow. with you i mean boom boom <laughs> boom uh their info there cody's info there have fun down in la uh soak it up while you can be well fellas great having you on that's awesome thanks mark peace guys thanks Tom.